Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, welcome back to the New Work Revolution podcast. This is your host, Brandon Allen. And today I want to talk about three things, the three of the most common things that hold us back from success. And when I talk about things that hold us back from success, I think a lot of times there's a misconception about things that hold us back. There are things like I'm, you know, I I'm I'm not I'm I'm stupid because this holds me back or I'm not good enough, what's my problem? And we really beat ourselves up about the things that hold us back. And I was just talking with a person that has a PhD in their field, been in the business for a long time, and even that person is held back in their life by one of these three things that we're going to talk about. And so I'm going to talk a little bit today about scarcity. I want to talk a little bit about limiting beliefs, and I want to talk a little bit about procrastination uh, as the three things that really hold us back from success. And so let's start with limiting beliefs. And and so I just shared kind of a conversation that I had with a gentleman, uh, you know, PhD, uh, very well-versed, smart person, but here's the conundrum that this person had. The conundrum was this, I want to go after this type of business to grow my business, but I can't get that type of business because my organization is not big enough. And the problem is, is this person's been trapped in that cycle for 14 years, 14 years working in this crazy cycle. Now, admittedly, because the person is smart, they recognize that I've been doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? The definition of insanity. And we do this. But what happens is we get caught in this cycle of crazy with our own limiting belief. It's the person who says, I want more money, but money's the root of all evil. I want to start my own business, but I can't. And if you have those opposing beliefs, all you do is circle those beliefs and you go round and round and round. You're literally mentally a hamster in a wheel in that scenario. That's why limiting beliefs are so damaging. People think about, you know, that I, we're, we're aware of limiting beliefs. We understand them. We all have them. But in this case, the limiting belief is, is holding us back because it keeps us in a pattern of behavior that is destructive. And the problem is we're moving, right? We're, we're, even though we're a hamster on a wheel, we're moving. We're moving. And in some ways, you know, we might make a little bit of progress or we might feel like we're making a little bit of progress. But ultimately, we don't get anywhere with where we're going. And so as you think about your own life, think about those limiting beliefs and those things that have come up and really held you back. And and maybe take some time and think about what are those limiting beliefs and, and, and write those down. Now, the second thing I want to talk about with just kind of the area that holds us back is just scarcity mindset. And I've talked a lot about scarcity, but it, it comes up again and again in how we do things. And a scarcity mindset really keeps us trapped in where we're at. It it creates a scenario where we become basically committed to our reasons rather than our results in our life. When we're in scarcity, we're committed to our reasons for why we are where we're at versus the results that we really want. It's really interesting when I work with a client and I ask them, hey, 
in the future, if anything's possible, what does your life look like and how is it different from today? This is probably one of the most challenging questions that people have to answer who are in a scarcity area because they don't know how to answer that because all they've been doing for so long is surviving. And when I'm trying to survive, I'm just trying to maintain. I'm just playing the game not to lose. I'm just trying to survive. Now, if I'm in an abundant state, then I'm thriving. And if I'm thriving, I'm striving and I'm trying to get to that next level. And it's a really slippery slope either way. It's good if you're in an abundance mindset, that abundance mentality just seems to multiply. But if you're in scarcity and you're trying to maintain and, and playing not to lose, man, that is a multiplier as well. And it's a multiplier in the exact wrong direction that you want to go in because pretty soon you are a victim to your circumstances. There is nothing new or different that you can do to get out of this scarcity mindset that you're in. And when we're in scarcity, it dictates what type of pricing that we charge. So I, I see this a lot of times when people get held back. A lot of times it's because of what they charge for their services. And they start saying, well, people can't afford this where I live. Or people can't do this because they're not willing to pay this way for it. Or no one's going to pay me for this kind of a service at this price point. Whatever it is, we hear that I hear this all the time with that. And the funny thing is, is I can tell you some crazy stories about people who work in undesirable locations that have made some pretty astounding things happen. Now, here's the funny thing. When someone's really committed to scarcity, it is really an amazing thing because if they were committed in the other way to abundance, they, they would just, they, they would kill it in their life. But I've seen people so committed to scarcity. I'll give you a funny example of what this looks like. I've got a very successful client in Pocatello, Idaho. Pocatello, Idaho, for all intents and purposes. And if anyone's listening to this from Poc and they're from Pocatello, I'm sorry. I have family from Pocatello. I'm not trying to say anything bad about the people or the town, but Pocatello, Idaho is not a hotspot destination. It's not where businesses go to be the next Facebook or Google. That's not what's happening in Pocatello, Idaho. Nice place, but people aren't killing it there. Well, I've got a business owner who's got a world-renowned business in Pocatello, Idaho. And what the funny thing is, is someone was so committed to scarcity. They were so committed to scarcity in their life. They told this person that, yeah, of course you're successful. I mean, you're doing that because you live in Pocatello. And I just laughed. We, we got a good chuckle out of this because I thought, holy shit. No one would ever say that someone was successful because they lived at Pocatello. No one would ever say that because it's just not true. Now, people are successful for a number of different reasons because of the value that they create, because of the clarity of their vision, because of their willingness to move forward. Those are reasons why they're successful. But some people are so committed to scarcity that they see an excuse in everything that they look at. There's always a built-in excuse for this person. And that's why scarcity is so damaging because it does hold us back. We commit ourselves to fear. We commit ourselves to worry. We're always doubting and we stay in that kind of a place. So the last thing, procrastination. Procrastination is a big one. And there's a lot of reasons why we procrastinate. And this is one of the reasons why coaching, in my opinion, is so valuable for business owners. Because it's so easy to procrastinate. And there's a number of different reasons that we procrastinate. Number one, 
there's a lot that can be done. When it comes to success, there's a lot that can be done. There are many choices that you can choose from to be successful. And at some point in time in your business, you're going to be overwhelmed by the complexity of what comes next. There's going to be so much that you can do that you don't know where to start. And instead of taking a step, you decide, I'm going to shut it down. I'm not going to do anything. That's one form of procrastination. Another form of procrastination is the person who's the amasser of information, the gatherer of, if you will, of the information. They need to know all the information. Now, in the book, uh, The Paradox of Choice, which is a, a tremendous book, they talk about maximizers and satisficers. Well, this kind of procrastinator is a maximizer. They're always looking for the absolute best possible option, and they're always worried about the possibility of there being a better or different option that comes right after they move forward with something. Now, the problem with the procrastinator ultimately is the procrastinator never does anything productive to move things forward. They, they never do anything productive in their life. They're that person that you see at the family reunion or the class reunion who's still talking about the dream that they had 10 years ago. And it's great to have a dream, but man, is that sad to see someone talk about the same thing years and years and years and never move forward or never make any progress because they want to get it exactly right. Now, people who are, who've got this down in business realize that your first iteration of whatever idea you have is a probably a crappy iteration. I don't care how much thought you put into it, how much research you do. Your first iteration sucks compared to iteration two, three, four, five, and, and on the, on down the line. So, our worry about the first iteration is almost comical to someone who's broken through that level of success because they realize that, look, all we're trying to do is figure out where to where to go from here. Let's find a starting point, take that path, and then we'll make adjustments from there. But the procrastinator just kind of sits down in their doubt and they're just they're never sure. Oh, I don't know if I should move forward. Oh, I don't know. Or they become so overwhelmed with complexity that they really don't know how to move forward. And this is because of a pattern of bad behavior. Procrastinators typically put themselves in a pattern of bad behavior of procrastination where they're always saying they're going to do things and they're always breaking agreements with themselves. And when I look at pro procrastination, that's something that we all have to battle at some level. And the, the reality is this. If I make an agreement with myself, it's important to keep that agreement to, to myself, just like I would, uh, you know, keep that agreement with others, hopefully. But the problem is, is if I run into a pattern of behavior where I don't keep my own agreements, it stands to reason that I'm going to break my agreements to other people as well. And pretty soon I'm one of those per people that doesn't do what I say I'm going to do. And now my words have no value. Now I haven't been in integrity with my word. And now my word basically for all intents and purposes is shit. No one believes it because they realize that, oh, this guy always says he'll have it done on Monday. Oh, he always says he'll get back to me tonight. And he never does. So think about what you're doing from a procrastination standpoint and how's that showing up for you. So, I mean, think about this. I, I wanted to talk about this today because I just see so many successful, awesome, capable people who have a real message and some real value to share with the world who were held back because of a limiting belief 
because of their own scarcity mindset and because of their own procrastination. And it's a shame. It's an absolute shame to see that because it doesn't have to be that way. And look, if you want some help, get a coach. Get a coach that can help you break through that particular area that you want to break through in. And look, if you need some help, by all means, uh, you know, check out the business assessment at newworkrevolution.com. Fill that out, and, and I'd be happy to talk with you and, and see if I can support you in breaking through of one of these three areas. But let me give you some practical things that you can do at home to kind of work on this. So with the limiting belief thing, go ahead and, and write down what are all the limiting beliefs. And and I think for limiting beliefs and scarcity, I'll give you one tip. If you're not taking some time in the morning uh, doing what we call a power hour to really focus on mind, body, and spirit, you need to be doing that. And get out a journal and start sharing your thoughts. Where are the limiting beliefs? What are they? Write them down. Write the write the destructive pattern of behavior that you've been thinking about. And then think about what is one thing that I can do that's contrary to my belief to get me moving in the right direction. What is that? Take a look at your scarcity mindset. Start doing things like a gratitude journal. What are you grateful for? And then instead of thinking about what can't work, Start thinking about what's possible. Start building out your big picture vision. Where do you want to go? Where, If anything's possible, where do you want to see yourself in five or ten years? And what's the next step to take to get there? And if procrastination is a problem for you, start practicing keeping agreements. And I would do this very simply. Commit to one thing tomorrow. And by God, do that one thing. Then the next day, maybe commit to two things. And by God, do those two things. And then you kind of see where I'm going. At some point, you're going to create a, a ceiling to how far you can go with your, with your commitments. But practice keeping commitments. And here's the thing. You're going to screw this up, and that's okay. What we're looking for is progress, not perfection. So if you if you procrastinate one day or you blow some things off, it's okay. Just get back in it and do it again and do it better the next day. All we want is to move forward over time. And that may mean that along the way, we take a step back or two, and that's okay as well. Don't beat yourself up about that. So uh, hopefully this was helpful for you today. If you've got, uh, you know, what I want to see is just you kicking some butt, moving forward with your goals and your objectives and the things that you want to accomplish in your life and you serving uh, the world with your value at the highest level possible. So my hope is that uh, you heard a couple things in here today that were very helpful for you. And I'll tell you what, if it's helpful for you and you know other people that it would be helpful for, please share the show with them. If you like the show, please rate it in iTunes. I always appreciate that. That's very helpful for me. Uh, share it via social media as well. So I want to thank you again for listening. This is the New Work Revolution podcast here on newworkrevolution.com. This is Brandon Allen, and I am out. I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.